I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next Breakout Rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Big episode this week as the boys prepare to head out to Columbus, Ohio for a few days here at the shop here in the city with trade night, Ohio State game, some Thursday night football and such. We will get into that momentarily. We've got a lot of other things to talk about, some stuff going on in the hobby. We've got play of the week, some questions we didn't get to last week. We'll get into those. But first, we'll start with what's on your mind. Lou, Tyler, anyone care to go first today? Tyler. What's on my mind? Lou and I went to the Jets game on Sunday. We were really feeling good, had an end to it. Just a couple key plays that didn't go our way. Joe Burrow is very good at escaping pressure. Penn State's 4-0. They got Northwestern coming up. Then a bye. Then Michigan. We'll see how the next three weeks play out. Aaron Judge, I've started to change my tune. I think maybe he should be a Yankee and they should pay him every single cent because over the weekend, baseball actually kind of mattered in like the general scheme of things. Yeah, it's weird how he didn't show up in a big moment. That's weird. I mean, Lou, you can't shit on a dude that has 60 bombs. Watch me. It's just on deaf ears. On deaf ears. (laughs) hatred for the Yankees is my favorite. (laughs) We're three minutes in and Lou dropped a beep because he hates the Yankees so much. The guy's got the stadium full, people going every night. He is going to break the record for Yankee home run this season. Historic. Is he? Historic. (laughs) Historic. Uh, And playing golf. My golf game's getting kind of nice. That's what's on my mind. And then our trip. Coming to Ohio. I'm flying out there on Thursday. I got a pack. Yeah, weird Ohio vibes and stuff, but like I'm ready for it. Yeah, Ryan was talking about 40 degrees like it was Antarctica. It was very weird. Yeah, 40 degrees is like pants and sweatshirts and long sleeves. You said heavy jacket. Yeah, I mean, like the sweatshirt's pretty heavy. Anyway, what's on my mind? So, yeah, the Jets loss was tough. I'm. It, it wasn't the Jet game that made me think this. It was more just watching, you know, the Chargers game, the Raiders game, the Broncos game even. The NFL is just incredibly week to week, and there's very, very, very few teams that are going to be good all year long. I think there's probably two of them in the NFL right now. It's the Eagles and the Chiefs, probably. And no, not the Chiefs. The Eagles are probably the best team in the league right now, which is kind of crazy to say out loud. Um, with Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, their defense is sick. Um, you know what's crazy is they have multiple first round picks next year, projected thirty five million dollars in cap space, and the talent they have there. Like, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, they're, as much as I, it pains me to say, the Eagles are going to be good. They're going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, and the thing that everyone was worried about with Jalen was the passing, and that's been the best part of their offense all year long. So, um, anyway, the reason I'm saying that is, um, it's more of like a patience thing, and just like a let the season play out. It's a very long season. There's 15 weeks to go in the NFL season. And I think people are already writing the narratives on guys for the entire season, whether that's positively with, with Jalen, like I've been doing, cause I'm very, I'm very into him or it's negatively on, you know, Brady or, 
uh, Kirk Cousins or something like that. So um, I think patience is very important, especially in this game that we're in here. So just wanted to put that out there first. And then I also wanted to say I have a trade offer for Ryan and fantasy. We could probably save that for the end because no one can really cares about that but us. So I'll do that at the end of the show. <laughs> um, definitely going to need it. Team is just trash. I mean, there's no other way to say it. It's not good. It's it's it just stinks. Yeah, it's all bad. I mean, not not good. Not. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of at a loss for words. <laughs> yeah, the other league I'm in much better. Uh, this league just terrible. Just can't figure out the card talk league. Just I guess that's what happens when you pay, you know, play against professionals because I'm just it's just embarrassing to my friends, family and loved ones. It's just it's it's all bad. Um, yeah, what's on my mind? Um, Ohio State with a, just a dominant win this weekend. Right. Just beating, uh, beating the absolute breaks off of Wisconsin. Right. Wisconsin was ranked at one point this season, thought they were going to be competing for a Big Ten title. They lost at home to like Washington State. I think they only scored like 11 or 14 points. Come in. Shout out to Aaron Slabstocks for tagging me in his Instagram story that, you know, he's got a sticker on his computer that says beat Ohio State. And he's like, it never done it. Maybe this year. And I tweeted out, I responded after the game, said, oh, update, not this year. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see Ohio State get a big win. Excited for this card talk trip. We just we've talked about this for so long and it just finally is coming to fruition. Hopefully Tyler does not pull a Dallas and miss the flight. That would be just all time tragic. But it's also not at 7 a.m. So, Ty, I have high expectations for you on this one. I'd love to see you in Columbus this weekend. Interesting. Um, Ryan, so. Ryan, I've taken more flights in my life than card shows that you've been to. All right. That's I couldn't be more sure that is actually factual. Couldn't be more so sure. So I, I, I got this one under control. Actual, factual. I've been to a lot of card shows, though. I've been a lot. on a lot of flights. I missed you, one. That's the only flight you've ever missed? Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's wild. That's unlucky that it's the one with Ryan because he really doesn't know how to let things marry, go. Marry me for the rest of my life. That's right. That's right. He said he doesn't know how to let things go. a couple of good, nice chirps in the backswing when we get to, uh, when we get to the course yeah. on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So yeah, that's on my mind. Um uh, yeah, a lot of lot of lot of fun. I agree with Lou's take though. I, I think that's Lou, that's something I've noticed, right? We saw it a lot week one when guys won or guys lost, just immediate value increases, immediate value decreases. It's just the, the card market especially is just so quick to change. Right. Kirk Cousins comes out week one, looks like a MVP candidate. So does Jalen Hurts. We talk I talked about that on the show. I'm like, two guys that I was not very fond of look like MVP candidates. Kirk Cousins hasn't looked amazing since. They barely beat the Lions. If Jared Goff mm. was anything competent, they would have beat the Lions. They were He's actually been pretty good. That's the crazy part. The Lions have been pretty decent. Yeah. I think the Lions are a QB away from being really good. Like they have talent on that team. Anyways. I think so too. Right. And then you have a Jalen Hurts go three and oh, Cousins has been kind of eh. There's a lot of football left. Burrow, right? Oh, and two. They're going to lose to the Jets. Are they going to go oh, three? Is Burrow terrible? Is he Joe Flacco? It's- They're not very good, by the way. That was my biggest takeaway from that game. They are not a very good team right now. He's, he's their hope and prayer. Mixon looks bad. Yeah. Mixon is on my fantasy team. Just, just dropping stinkers. But yeah. Uh, the seasonality thing and just how quick it is to change, how quickly we go from hot to cold on guys is wild. Quick. Yeah. Quick. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's get into this. I, uh, I saw we talked about it in the group chat yesterday. I don't know if you guys know much about this, but 
it says Pokemon is set to launch in China for the first time ever. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, I didn't understand what that was. Like has so to be honest. Yeah, I didn't either. I just saw the the title of it. Has like Pokemon never been released in China before? Yeah, it says right here. The Pokemon company has announced the Pokemon TCG will soon be printed in a new language, simplified Chinese. The language is used for mainland China, which means the Pokemon TCG is going to capture a massive new market. Pokemon launched a traditional Chinese version of the TCG for Hong Kong and Taiwan in 2019. The announcement was made through the Pokemon China website. They will hold a press conference on September 28th via China's Bibli app, which is China's version of YouTube. Presumably, they will announce the first products. We can confirm China will start with the Sun and Moon series. The rumor mill for this news story started back in February when we discovered Nintendo had filed trademarks for the Pokemon TCG in mainland China. This included Sun and Moon and Crossing the Sky, both of which were written in simplified Chinese, the language of mainland China. This was our first indication that TCG was going to be printed in a new language. So, yeah, I guess I didn't understand that there was a traditional Chinese and a simplified Chinese, and that is kind of the difference. So that makes a lot of sense. That's pretty crazy. Well, I mean, we carry like Japanese Pokemon products. They're uh, they're actually relatively popular. Like we sell a lot of that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's got to be a good thing to get to a massive market. I'm not a Pokemon guy. Like I don't collect it, but if you're a Pokemon collector, it definitely seems like that's a big new audience to capture. Sure does. It's, yeah, it's exciting. Should be fun. Yeah, we'll see. Pokemon just remains hot as ever. I've been spending a lot of time with the kids of late. And Pokemon hits. I will say we had we had kids trade night on Friday last week in shop, and there were a lot of kids trading Pokemon cards. A lot of kids trading Pokemon cards. PSA 10 uh, Pikachu Red Cheeks first edition on the 25th, three days ago, did 5,200 on 100 bids. <laughs> A hundred uh, bids? Yep. On the twenty second. We're bidding ten cents each. What's going on? On the twenty second, it did seventy one hundred. And then someone there was a best offer accepted uh strike through of seventy five hundred. I gotta look up what that is. Okay. So just for context. Another thing I saw in the group chat this weekend, and court brought it up in the the pre-podcast stuff it says world cup stickers are crazy high demand right now in argentina ty i know that they're uh, uh-huh. in, in the u.s have you uh have you done anything with the new world cup stickers i haven't i haven't been shopping i like jay sent the picture um where he where were you jay when you ran across the box Jay's not on the screen. I haven't seen them like in like a he said Walgreens Walgreens. Yeah, I need to go pick up some packs and and pop them open. But I'm definitely getting the World Cup fever going. And we were talking about London just before this. So I'm, I'm excited to dive in there a little bit. Any any like again, as somebody that does not know enough about the stickers and stuff like that, are there will there be key guys to collect in this? Well, the stickers are are really based, and every all these packs are starting to do numbered and chase, and even like the McDonald's Pokemon thing. Um, like, did you see the one on one sticker that got the dad found in his son's book? Yeah, unreal. <laughs> that yeah. was wild. But like, 
the same as Messi, Neymar, especially internationally, these guys are legends. Cristiano, um, Harry Kane will be big. I think it's less prospecting, more like legends. But the beauty of the World Cup stickers is is what what I like talking about a good amount, which is the the collecting and the journey of the collecting them and the sticking to the book. And that's where they arise from. And I think at times we get away from like the fun of collecting product and just have conversations about investment and prospects and people and what have you. And to me, when I think about those things, it's about actually collecting and building the book. And if you're a fan of a team like me as a Danish fan, like actually getting the book and sticking out all the the players and like having that memory with a father, son or a friend or what have you doing trades to complete the, the set rather than like a monetary gain. I don't, foresee it as a product that people are like thinking too much about investment wise they're thinking about buying ripping and you know seeing what might come out of it let's see panini 2022 world cup let's see what some of these packs are going for the story story of that uh sticker is very very funny and underneath that tweet was also very funny because i hadn't seen i didn't even know the one-on-one mbappe uh, World Cup Prism got sold. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Or Privately? The gold, sorry, the gold vinyl. Oh. I think, yeah, I think it was the gold vinyl because... The 2018? Someone, yeah, some... Or, yeah, the Road to Russia. Yeah, 2018 Russia. Someone someone was visiting her, her son from Poland in New Jersey. She bought him a box of Prism World Cup and inside that box of Prism World Cup was the one of one uh Mbappe gold the kid just stuck it in a binder with a bunch of other cards you the stickers no the no, main cards I'm, I'm send you the picture the right big now. Mbappe prism 2018 yes, yes. is gold but, vinyl 101 or is it black one they stuck it somewhere gold vinyl no he just put I'm saying he like stuck it in the binder like just like the regular card binder I'm gonna show you the picture right now it was very funny for people watching. that card we'll put we'll put it's it up on the screen it. Look at this. That's insane. Whoa. Look at, Look at it inside the binder, too. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's out of five. Out of five. Sorry. I said yeah. one of one. Oh. Just stuck in there with a bunch of random stuff. In 2018, a mom from <laughs> Poland returns from visiting her son in New Jersey, bringing with her one box of Prism World Cup as a gift for the son of her son's friend. From the son of her. The boy rips the box and then puts all of the cards into a nine pocket pages in a binder and they stay there untouched for four years. This grail included. Thanks to Rafal Mosk for working with me on this deal. Thanks also to UK soccer cards for putting us in touch and especially Fanartic welcome for traveling to Poland on my behalf to meet the seller in person. Insane. It was sitting in a binder for four years untouched. How do they even find it is the question. And what do they think about it? I would love all that information. Super Child 27 posted that back in May. I just hadn't seen it until today because it was in the comments of Whiteback's tweet, which was the original, the Sun, the sun uh, sticker tweet. That's, that's insane. That's just actually, watching it and they're looking like it's part of the freaking set. And it's a hilarious. Out of that's, that's insane. Imagine going through a binder and seeing that. That's crazy. Uh, Lou, on a quick note. Yes, sir. F1 back this week after taking yes. a week off last week because the Russian 
GP was canceled. Yes. I think Max is going to uh, wrap it up this week. I would imagine so, but I did see some video. It's Singapore this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Singapore is historically known as like, or typically known as one of the most challenging races of the year on drivers just because of the heat and the temperatures and all that stuff. And it's a night race too. Yeah. Guys typically train pretty hard for that race. Um, And then I just saw a picture and a video of him and of Max and Lando Norris, like out partying all week or something from a meme account, an F1 meme account, which was very, very funny. Nice. I appreciate that, but I'm sure he'll find a way to win. Lock it up. I just want him to get one win. Me too, Court. That would be nice if he got one win before the four was fully wrapped. But they came out. They said they're not adding more. Um, they're not adding more teams. I thought there were teams coming by like 2024, 2025. They're gonna. They're not adding more seats. They're not adding more cars. Like Audi and Porsche, they want to like pair up and or buy others out, but. It, they seemingly just this week you said they're not doing they're not planning on adding more seats anytime soon i think it would be a dis uh disservice to the sport interesting i do think they should probably slow down a little bit they've been doing a lot of a lot of changes really really fast in the last 18 months so probably worth taking a step back giving it a second and yeah, it, uh, it, it's definitely crazy i was just gonna say that Lou, you were talking about max and courts like i hope lou wins one or i hope hammy wins one it's like it's crazy how different a year makes like a year ago we were they were battling for the title race to race now lewis isn't even winning a race yeah it kind of speaks to the how much the cars have an impact on the sport um which is kind of what i always thought about racing to begin with so i don't know it's interesting next year's new year is kind of how i'm thinking about how i'm thinking about it they're gonna get through this year Congrats to Max in advance on his uh, championship, and we'll get back to it next year. It's kind of my perspective. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into some of the questions. I want to get to these. We didn't get to him last week, so Jay says there's uh, a few of them. Uh, Adrian Square Garden says, if a PSA 10 of a card is valued at 400 what should the SGC 10 cost? That's a good question. I think the hard part is, is this is just such a case-by-case basis. In term, yeah. of terms of the card, I don't think there's a pretty standard answer on this. Mm-mm. Sometimes they're very, very close. Sometimes they're not close at all. It I, at this point, I would say less than the PSA ten. It's just what the market says. But yeah, I was gonna say like eighty five percent. Yeah, I don't think that's a a bad average guess. But again, sometimes it's fifty percent. Sometimes it's ninety five percent. Like it just it just kind of depends on the card. Yeah, I think if you're talking about like a base card, the multiplier is going to be or the regression, whatever, is going to be a lot harder than if you get a rarer card where it's going to be much closer to that 85%, I think, at least. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm trying to look up. So uh, uh, Zach Wilson Prism uh, PSA 10 did 90 and the SGC did 50. That's a pretty substantial job. That's almost 50%. Yeah, it's a lot. September 4th was the SGC, but that's for base. Yeah, what I, probably for base, the gap is larger. As the card gets higher in value, I would imagine the margin shrinks a bit. Thoughts on that? Say that again. For lower end cards, I would imagine the margin is actually a little bit more. 
That's what Lou that, was saying. That's what yeah. Just, card gets more premium. That yeah. Gap, that's I what mean, Lou. That's I what guess. Lou and I were just talking about. Is that is on the on the more common stuff, the gap is more substantial. On the bigger stuff, it's it's not. Tyler said it in a more understandable fashion. So yeah, yeah I, I was just looking stuff up while you were talking. I didn't pick up on what you were putting down. My bad. Justin okay. Davis says, "How do you guys track inventory coming in and going out? Have you? Uh, I've heard of using QR stickers in a scanner for large collectors and sellers uh, is a good option, but I'm curious how you guys, especially Ryan, does it. So we don't. Truthfully, we do not have a full inventory management system for singles. Yeah, we track a lot of the other stuff, like supplies, boxes, stuff like that. But just in the sheer volume, like it's such a time and financial commitment this late in the process with the volume that we have. It's easier to track on a lot of the digital stuff, like stuff going in and out on uh, eBay or whatnot or the website. That's easier. And then the showcase stuff in the shop is easier to track. But a lot of the other stuff is just it's so hard. There's just and we have 70 boxes worth of inventory, right? Dime cards all the way up to $50 out in shop. So like the the price is just so, so uh, the, the volume is just so high. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've heard of QR stickers, scanners, that kind of stuff. That's where we would love to get to. I'm just not sure at this point how high on the priority list it is, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton of experience with it. So I probably can't give the best piece of advice. I've always kept it pretty simple. I got a little little Google sheet, cost in, cost out, you know. I know a lot of people use that. It seems to be super effective. I used to use that when I was buying deals <clears throat> back in the day to to learn how I was doing. I would keep like individual sheets for each collection, right? So I'd buy a lot of like 10 cards. This lot would be five cards. This lot would be 30 cards. And I would have auto formulas in there that just said like, if I sold it on eBay, right? It would, I would enter the purchase price and then I would and have the 12% off or whatever. Exactly. If eBay fees would be automatically calculated, purchase price times 0.12, PayPal fees would be calculated, shipping costs, I would enter that. And then it would auto tell me how much. And then I'd have a little sheet in the, a little section on the bottom that would say, okay, this is what you have in the lot. This is the total sum of all of the, the sales you've had so far minus fees. This is how much you have remaining in the lot. So it would, it would change red, to green if I was negative in the deal or positive in the deal. So I would set a lot of that up. That's how I first started tracking, hey, can I make money in sports cards? Um, I can probably still find the sheet. I'm sure I have it somewhere. That'd be a funny thing um, to look at. That's a good way to do the, the lots though because I can never figure out how to do lots because the way I have mine set up is like very individual. But if you just do it as a group and you just make it its own little separate sheet, that probably makes a lot of sense. I never thought yeah. about that before. Back when like, you know, it's actually funny. That this is a funny story. But like back when cards weren't, as crazy as they were now, it was a way for me to show Regina, like, hey, I can make money doing sports cards, right? Like, didn't know. And it's actually funny. Today is the 27th. Tomorrow is four years since I quit my job. Wow. Yeah, September when the show is out, it'll be the four year anniversary. Yeah, four right? year anniversary of me quitting my job and pursuing sports cards full time on September 28th. I put in. Uh, That's I, crazy. Uh, I quit. So, yeah, it's it's wild, but it was a good way to keep track of, hey, you know, like you said, Lou, I had a single sheet and then I had deals for lots and something would sell and I would go in and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just, again, it was a good way to test and put into theory. Hey, how are you doing? So. Lou, is that Jets stadium behind you? It is. Yeah. Hmm. 
You gonna get that that bad boy up on the wall? Yeah, listen, it's a lot of work to put things on the wall. Time and energy, I just don't feel like expending, but I got to get on it. That's I'm just being honest. Just thinking about it. Credit to you for the push, because now I'm going to do it, because I can never go on the show again without it being on the wall. So need to see it. I see it right there. You're close. Yeah, it'll. I promise you, it'll be up next week. Now, I guarantee it. Punch it in. Punch it in. Yep. Uh, saw Matt Forte jersey at the uh, game on oh, Sunday. Matt Forte, man. I, Matt Forte, oh, eight years. I mean, Matt Forte out of Tulane. Joe Flacco, you know, Chris Johnson, Mr. 424. Rashad Mendenhall, yeah. a Swede. Love that class. Are you just oh, naming random oh, eight, eight NFL yeah, players? Oh, wait. Mendenhall was nice. Forte had this like upright running that was just nasty. That, that class, scared me every time he ran. Every time he ran, I thought he was going to fumble. That is an underrated yeah. running back class. McFadden, Felix Jones, Rashad Mendenhall, Matt Forte, Chris Johnson, Jamal Charles. There were some dogs in that class. Oh, wait, it's the year the Jets took uh, Vernon Golston, number like six hey, overall. Man. Good whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's pump the brakes. <laughs> that was my guy. Good. That was yeah, he was my guy that... too, Ryan. Let me tell you. Yeah, I collected Vernon Golston, man. Sheesh. Some fire Vernon Golston stuff back in the day. I mean, is Michael Parsons the most dominant defensive player to play in a very long time? He's clearly the best defensive player in the NFL. He's not very even, good. It's like not even a convo almost every single play. I saw uh, a video yesterday of him just bull rushing a guy. He just, ran over like four <laughs> offensive linemen. On like double teams. And it's just like contact. Most contacts like, all right, you can't get through this dude. And he just runs right through them. He's insane. And then he's like the speed to the, then get to the quarterback. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. You literally, if you're playing against them all week, you just have to scheme up. How do we somehow play far away from this dude? It's insane. Like triple, like put two tight ends and the tackle out there and let them triple him because it's the only way. He's good. Hey, Nathan Br- uh, Nathan B has a question. Is it Brussel? Nathan, sorry, I'm going to butcher Brussel. Always see Nathan at Dallas. Uh, he's a, uh, He's got a good question. It says there's always three to four big selling names for each sport heading into their uh, respective seasons. For football, the national, it seemed to be Lance, Hurts, Allen, and a few others. Heading into the basketball season, who do you expect to be the top sellers? Cade Cunningham. I have a clear number one. I have Cade. Ja. Zion. Steph. Is that a good four? You didn't say the guy I think will be the that it is one of the fastest risers at the moment. Who did I forget? Anthony Edwards. Good one. But he is in a weird spot. He's a superstar, and I think his stuff will be hot. Giddy's a good one, Ty, but he's not going to be one of the top four, is he? No, not top four. Not one of the big, big, big names. The guys you mentioned are you in guys the category. NBA better than me. I'm trying to. I think a lot of the, the risers are going to be a lot of the young, upcoming guys. The guys like. Lamelo, Edwards, Zion, Shaw, Luca, Giannis, Tatum, like a lot of those guys in the category. I just think Edwards is one of the guys that hasn't had the big, big rise like some of the other guys have. You know who's going to be a sneaky one? Brogdon. Brunson could be sneaky, but I don't know who who do you expect to be the top sellers. This is actually what's on my mind. Uh, I think. Uh, if you say great, if you say Grayson Allen or Michael Porter Jr., I'm leaving. I don't the think show. he's going to say that. Let him focus on a, on a serious thing. Go, Ty. 
Yo, I will say though, Ryan, Michael Porter Jr. is gonna make you like you're gonna have a segment on the show where you do apologize. And just at, least Lou, at least Lou, at least I just agree I wasn't this. going there, but there will be a day where you are the 2029 comeback player of the Michael year. Porter Jr. Uh, Kevin Durant's probably gonna win MVP. The Nets are probably gonna win the championship. Um, he's I gonna can't. be in full on revenge tour. <laughs> he's probably the best player in the league. Uh, Luka Doncic. It's gonna there be go. like the year that there he is like the guy, the guy. guy I can guy. get behind that. Um, I think it's Luca. I think it's KD, and I don't understand how the Celtics are still the favorite to win it all. Um, but I'm just gonna say Curry because every like it's all those are the three people that are on my mind. Yeah. Kevin Durant has been made out to be the loser of all losers, and time goes by, and going into this season. Nah. Kyrie and Durant both healthy and focused and locked into what they're doing is going to be a problem as a Knicks fan kind of nervous about uh, Durant, just, like literally being in like runaway like you can't stop me like eat it Giannis Lou, I think- Luca I think is coming of age and ha- having experience now da, 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 where he might just end up being the face of the league and then I have to say Curry because every single year goes by and he's like not thought about and literally and there they are and, the and, and he's just the guy just splashing in people's faces coming up with new new fucking things yeah like putting people to sleep that's where my head's at i Luke. love anthony edwards i love ja i love josh giddy i love these guys but like Duran has caught it about as bad as it gets and so- he's I was talking more about like who's going to be hot, not necessarily who I would want to buy. I think that's a different conversation. Lou, I think you and I agree though on the KD, like KD take. I saw your face when Tyler said this. I don't think KD is liked enough. I I think his chasing of the rings, I mean, he tried to get out of Brooklyn until Brooklyn's like, hey, we have the power. No, thanks. Sit down and, and, and deal with it. I just, KD's always running to the next team. I think that hurts his card values in the long term. I just Do don't you think- remember LeBron and his villain season in Miami. Yeah, but LeBron eventually stayed and won. KD's not winning. I'm just not picking the Nets to win. I'm not. Fair. I just think that he has, the, is going to come all out and go like game on mode. COVID he's great. In, the, he's a, in the rear view. One of the best I basketball players focused. in the league. Yeah, and when people start winning and he starts dropping 36 a game, 37 a game, and they win 20 straight, like, and people look at his prices and they're like, that makes no sense. You know what we did not talk about? And I think it's going to be they're, – they're a sneaky team that won't get the love that, like, Brooklyn or Miami or Boston will get. Who? The Cavaliers. Yeah, that's a good uh, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Ricky Rubio. There's a, there's talent on that team. K- Karis Levert, six man. There's some real talent in Cleveland. Like I think Cleveland's going to be one of the top three teams in the East. They're going to be very good. The, the the reason I reacted that way on KD, by the way, um, his comments during media day, media day yesterday screamed a guy who's going to ask for another trade in a couple months. So <laughs> um, that was my only reaction to that. I actually have been a KD guy forever. I didn't really, I kind of love that he got shut down a little bit. I still expect him to come back and try to ask for a trade again, but if he can get invested and Kyrie can get invested, it's going to be really hard. Those to are just those big asks. Those are big asks. They're very big asks. And they They're have great big basketball players. Career. Fantastic basketball player, basketball players like KD, man, just all time score. Just can pull up from anywhere. Just unguardable. 
but yeah, I just think the antics, I just, I wonder how much that plays into card values. Antics certainly plays a role. So yeah. And you also told his head coach, Hey man, I need this guy out of here or I'm out. So we'll see how well that goes. Winning cures all. Yeah, sure. That's true. Uh, ben Tedisco says, what are your thoughts about numbered Pokemon cards? One-on-one Charizard would be epic. Lou is vividly shaking his head. No. Lou. Not everything's all about money and, and, and rarity and all that. Like just leave Pokemon cards alone. They're fine the way they are. <laughs> no disrespect, Ben, but like Pokemon cards are fine the way they are. Yeah. Yeah. Personal take. Don't need to see it, but overall, could be a thing as we wrap I up mean, we look at pop reports so it's like the, the the one of one is just a different parallel you know like so yeah i guess you're right Charizard, like you know okay a one of one like v max like i don't know the shinies like they're already kind of doing that stuff they just don't do parallels because then you gotta like introduce it and at the core of these things the reason you don't see it is because it's a game. Yeah, and exactly. the cards are put out as a game. Yeah, and a one on one isn't going to do. They can't like change that up. So that that's where that's that's at in my head. Yeah, like if you in, if you add in numbered cards to Pokemon, it completely changes the rule set for Pokemon. So like that's a big undertaking. Agreed. Peter Ryan's QR codes anyway. <laughs> Peter Hodling says. No. Is it a good time to buy Trey Lance? No. So I started the show before we were recording. I was talking to Jay. I went to Burbank, purchased a Trey Lance Optic Auto out of 150 PSA 9. Not uh, 20 pay, bucks. Paid about $1,000 for it. Thinking, hey, man, Trey I mean, the time they were doing like 1300 bucks. Like, hey, Trey Lance could be good. The Niners got talent. Like, yeah, we'll buy oh, it. Was before the injury. Yeah, before the injury. This is in Burbank. Like, Two weeks before the season. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy this. We'll see what happens. Feeling good, right? And it's, I was, when he got injured, I was like, I'm going to move half of the lances I have. I still have like a Prism Green 9 Scope Auto. I have uh, like two contenders base autos and like one other card. I don't have a lie. I was never super, super big into lance, but I mean, the green auto is two grand. Contenders are six hundred. Were six hundred bucks, like money, right? Sold the trip, so I sold some of them. I'm like, you know, what? some of these, I'm just going to clear out the capital. He's not going to be hot for hot. I use that term with asterisks. He's not going to be hot until the summer, going into the next season, right? Depends what happens with Jimmy G. Depends what happens with the Niners. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to move half of these now to send them to auction. Put some on whatnot. Whatever they get is whatever they get. And I auctioned the Trey Lance Optic Auto, and it sold. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what this card sold for. Higher Lance, or lower? Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering if I lost uh, two thirds or more. It was right around the three hundred dollar mark. Um, and that's in less than one month. That's real pain. Yeah, it sold for three hundred and five dollars. Uh, yeah, and it was a thousand dollar purchase less than a month ago. That's a two thirds drop, sixty six percent drop in uh, about twenty one days. So, be careful with prospecting. That's correct. 
uh, Jay, it's not a sneaky buy. Not everything's a sneaky buy. It's not a sneaky buy. It's not a sneaky buy. Trey Lance is going to to, recover from a broken leg. And he can't throw the ball. And then learn how to play quarterback. He's going to drop a starting job back and then be successful. But it's the same conversation. Why you buy Trey Lance in the first place. If you think he's going to be good. It's a, it's a, you're going to have a better opportunity to buy Trey Lance. I'm not buying Trey Lance. I'm, full disclosure, I'll keep those cards I have. And I will, if I get a Trey Lance now, it's buy it at 65 to 75, 80%. Sell it and move on, make the money and, and be done. I'll keep the ones I have. And if it works out, cool. If not, they're not worth anything now anyways. But if you think Trey Lance is going to be good, right? There was optimism about him before. The, the time to, to buy is, not, is not, yeah, I know you you definitely weren't. The time to buy, I don't think it's here yet. I, I think Trey Lance has more time to like when then I don't think it'll ever be there. I'm just talking about like if your goal is to maximize money, Trey Lance's best buy window is what week 10, week 12? Yeah. Like Trey Lance will be long forgotten. He won't be playing, he won't be relevant. I'm I'm only talking from a financial perspective. If your goal is to buy Trey Lance in week 10, week 12, whenever you think the perfect week is and sell it for more money down the road when hype is building july right give or take that's probably the best month yep. if you're if you're only doing it for financial and you're not going to hold long term week 10 to week 12 14 that's probably the best window i would guess selling it in june or july if hype builds but it could go also go the other way the yeah, niners alternatively could, it could take much it, the niners can go to the playoffs and go win on a super bowl. bowl run win a and super bowl. trey lance's uh injury could take longer to come back than they thought and they could give jimmy g another extension and then he's the backup again yep. they could also be trash and there could be a beautiful quarterback sitting at the number two pick and they decide that he's better than yeah and then he's yeah exactly jay. yep that's exactly jay brings up a good point he says and then he's darnold prices right Josh Rosen was a top 10 pick. Didn't work out. He got traded. Sam Darnold was great. Sam Darnold was hot. Didn't work out. Look at Baker Mayfield was the number one pick in the draft four years ago. He has the worst QBR in the league and he plays in Carolina and he's not going to start next year. Guys, Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore on his team and can't figure out a way to get the offense going. Mind boggling. And then Joe Burrow wins a Super Bowl and or Jerry Young goes to the Super Bowl. It works both ways. I'm just not in. I, I, I lean more. I lean, I lean more Trey Lance is on the Baker and Darnold side than he is the Joe Burrow side. I think Joe Burrow is more talented. That's the that's the difference. Okay, who else? Who else are we talking about in this same category? Um, oh, in the meh category, your, your, your boy potential surgery, high ankle sprain, out for quite some time. That's not. Yeah, was your boy crying, bro, for a high ankle? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get carried away. On Might stir some things up in the... Bro, what, what do you mean? How is right, the way your, your brain functions right. is insane. How is your boys? Literally, you're starting quarterback. Run. Like, you can't run, say that's your boy. Like, run the clips on Mac Jones is not... I have been... Yeah, Jay, run the clips from last year on, on Thank Mac Thank you, Jones. Jay. Look at Jay. Look at no. Jay's... To be fair, I've always not liked Max. How do you Matt. not? He's the quarterback for the Patriots. I like the Patriots. Boy. Mac Jones is not good. I, I run the tape. Jay, please. If Mac that. Jones was our quarterback, that would be my God. Guys, respectfully, he's he's written off Mac Jones. Jay, respectfully, he's Mac the Jones. quarterback he's for the team he likes. He cried when the Patriots drafted him. He didn't want any part of the Mac Jones experience, and he's been. Then he's, then he's not a Patriot since day one. That's I. I don't want to get not a He crushes me nonstop. I he's love you guys, a but he. Ryan, I'm a Sean Clifford guy. guy. That's my guy right there. 
it's unbelievable to be like oh i love the patriots patriots are my team but i don't i hate the guy who plays quarterback so i don't like it's not even like you brought in like Andy Dalton or like Matt Ryan and you're like, no, there's a guy. reason like, I never owned a Tom Brady jersey man, top five. There's a reason I never owned a Tom Brady jersey. Wasn't your guy? Uh, I, I like Tom Brady. He just went to Michigan. I'm not oh, Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady you like. That's interesting. Yeah, That's right. weird how that works listen, out. Mac Jones. Listen, all right, no. Mac Jones. How about the other one? Daniel Jones. He was kind of, you know, sneaky on his feet last night. Daniel Jones? I mean, let's let's not overextend. I'm here. just saying it's Daniel Jones, Trey Lance, uh Trey Lance territory for sure. Yeah. Is Mac for Jones sure. Trey Lance territory, right? That comes up in the no, I think one guy that comes up in the Darnold Baker conversation is Locke. One of those oh. guys that had optimism around him was gonna what end team up. Is he on? Is he still on He's shipped. He, well, I'm saying I'm saying in the same conversation of like it didn't it doesn't always work out. This is what Locke, I'm trying to do. A little like, hey. There's a lot of individuals that listen to the show and then are going to be at a card show this weekend and want to be smart and da da da. And I'm trying to be a little like, who should people not be buying? I would stay away from um, Mac Jones for sure, Trey Lance for sure, um, Daniel Jones. The list of who to buy Zach is Wilson for now. The list of who to buy is easier to explain than the list of who not to buy. Fair. Russell Wilson, stay away. Russell Stinks. Wilson. Stinks. <laughs> that guy has like one touchdown. I was looking like Zach Wilson <laughs> on some 15 yards out. I saw a, a meme on Twitter. It said Rus- Russell Wilson cooking. It was a dude with that chicken in the <laughs> the chicken in the uh, Oh, you know cough. what was another guy? Can I just make a quick comment? Davis Mills. That guy stinks. People were all over that guy before the season. He's another one that kind of gone under the radar and cards of like, people were like, oh, Davis Mills might be pretty good. He stinks. He's bad. People have to stop. They have to stop with this stuff. Like, it's I couldn't insane. believe Tua. I can't. I was very surprised personally. They won that game. Me too. He's looked good. Yeah. But come on. My man had 187 yards. His back was broken. Yeah. He, also he should, he should not have come crazy. back in the game. That was crazy. Should not come back in the game. He's still not. Crazy. I think it really was a back injury because he's still not in concussion protocol. They're pretty adamant that it's not a head injury. So yeah, that's maybe to avoid getting just, fined. Um, can we talk about Lamar Jackson for a quick second before we end up with the week? He's so good. He's going Aaron Judge contract. Pick boys, what do you think? What do you think? He's going to get money. I saw the meme that said yesterday's prices aren't today's prices and had Lamar on there. Like you, you guys could have had a bargain. Could have had a bargain. Running rampant. (laughs) Chucking a biscuit to my boy, Marky Andrews. And Rajad Bateman. Like these two guys are like. And Duvernay. Whatever they are, all yeah. Hey, J- shout out to Jay for bringing up a great point. That's you guys love talking, t- talking a lot about my my guy Mac Jones with uh, you know quotations there. Trevor, hold Lawrence. on, hold on, hold on. Ryan's about to take credit for the number one pick in the NFL draft. Go ahead, Ryan. Lou, who uh, who got smoked Jay, for taking them to win the division this year? You didn't pick them to win the division. I picked him to win the division. Hold on, Jay. You Jay. picked your boy Ryan Tannehill. Jay, come on in. Jay, come on, pull the clips. This is an important moment here. This is a bad moment for me because I was convinced it was Tyler, but now I'm starting to think in my head it was Ryan. Ryan's oh, having a good no. show today. Ryan's having a good producer show. 
that might have been you literally tested. I have to. I have to. and said I took them, and so I've been on. I gotta look at the tape. I gotta look at the tape. Somebody picked them, and I thought for sure it was Tyler that everybody gave him crap, but it may have been Ryan. Here we go. Two weeks ago, Pro Football Preview. Let's go ahead and get this video up here. Oh no, Ty! I don't think it'll be in there. That'll be. Wouldn't it be Pro Football Preview? No, oh yeah, the video, people. yeah, the video, the, the 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 full length. I don't think we clipped the division winners. Is my point? Well, let's go ahead and get that. Let's go ahead and get that one clipped. That'd be a real shame. I got to run it concurrently. I got to run it concurrently with the one that Lou pointed out, the Jalen Hurts one about Jalen Hurts isn't even going to start this year, right? Like we got to run that. Yeah, no, Jay, you have to get out because Ryan has to take credit for Trevor Lawrence being good. You have to get out of here. Go ahead, hurry up. <laughs> no, I the just the most high quarterback of all time. I'm not <laughs> like the fucking first, Michael Jordan of quarterbacks. I, Ryan's like, oh yeah, I called it. Get out of here, bro. Come on. We'll talk about it. Play the clip. Well, I just I, I'm not I'm not trying to overreact, right? It's like the reason I don't think two is gonna end up being good, and I think Trevor Lawrence has got a long season ahead. Like, yeah, it's just I think Trevor Lawrence had some solid games. Well, yes, I'm joking you with know. you. You you never gave up. There was I was also very up. wrong on their clips talking about Jalen Hurts is going to stink and might not ever start. Like, so it works both ways. Like, yeah, there are just as, there's probably more bad takes than there are good takes. Like, yes. hey, that's the notion of having takes. Yeah, I mean, the take business is you know sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Yeah, well, and it's also permanent, say, and that's what I'm finding out. <laughs> my Saquon Barkley anytime touchdown take last night worked out pretty well. For me. <laughs> no more player in Let's go. Jay says he hopes her eyes wrong. Jay's tone just cool. You know, that would be a real Jay moment, though. Jay, since we're throwing jabs here, that would be a real Jay moment for you to say one thing happened. And he's been be- defending you all show. Yeah, but he said, I hope Rye's wrong. Check the check the text here. Listen, my man, you guys became best friends two minutes ago. Let's get into play of the week. <laughs> oh, Jay, you oh. said you hope I'm wrong. Jay, don't be throwing shade at me. Get- that was tough, right? He's been defending I, you the whole show. He said, I hope Rye is wrong. I mean, what do you want me to say? Well, historically, you've been a, you've been attacking him for two years. But I wasn't. I was pro Jay. I said that's my guy, and then he says he's hope I'm wrong. I don't know. You don't you don't root Play for your, your friend to lose. I mean, I would never do that to Jay, but now, you know it is what it is. Madness. Jay, anytime, anytime, man. Jay. All right. This is oh, from uh, Doctor Hodes eighty eight. Uh, or Dr. Rhodes. D- I don't know. Sorry. Uh, played the week submission, went to my local antique mall and found a couple of four row white boxes full of cards ranging from 10 cents to $1. Digging through it, I found a Lexi Thompson 2021 Skybox Metal Universe Champions premium card for 10 cents. I listened to the pod weekly and thought I had heard one of the guys say her name, so I grabbed it and threw it up on eBay for $4 Saturday night. Woke up Saturday morning and someone bought it for four bucks. It isn't a lot of money, but 10 or but. But 40x profit is something I'm definitely proud of as a newer seller. Definitely going back and buying the rest of the Skybox Metal Universe cards in that box. It's probably not a bad idea, to be honest. If Love a good 10, 10 cent play. Yeah, that's, that's good. Value boxes for the win. Yeah, that's good stuff. Right, so Lexi right. Thompson, did we talk yeah. about her at any point? I don't remember that. Who's he? Uh, who's that? Is that Mariota? He's a big Marcus Mariota guy. Respect. I just found his Instagram. Wow, he's a Marcus Mariota like super collector. Really? Good for him. Respect. I'm about to yeah. be a Micah Parsons super. Yeah, Jay's right. Great lesson. Like you can enter in at any number. Like this is ten cents. Sell it for four bucks. Take two out of that four bucks. Go get something else. Yeah, I mean ten dollars you know? flipped. 
you know, you buy a bunch of dollar, $10 cards, flip those into three, right? They buy $3 cards, turn those into six, six into 10. Like it takes time, takes work. It's not get rich quick, but there's definitely plenty of plenty of stuff. And I think that's really the, the heart of play of the week. Facts. Next play, Jay. All right. This is from Queen Queens City Breaks the on Machine. IG. This play of the week submission. About a year ago, I picked up an Albert Pujols rookie auto from 01 SP mm. Authentic for $800 from a local hobby shop. Regardless of Pujols' chase for 700 home runs, I felt that his rookie autos were way undervalued. I sent it to PSA knowing it wasn't going to gem, but I was happy with a nine. Flipped it a few days ago for $2,850. After fees and grading, I cleared $1,600 profit. It's a great job. It's pretty Long, good. Longer term play, but sold it at the right time. I would imagine this was sold right before or right after the, the 700 home run. So smart play. It's a nice card too. Nice and clean. Simple. That's pretty good. Next one, Jay. Did you guys see his 700th home run, by the way? He had two in the same game, didn't he? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, this is from Droobs Drew, Sports Cards. It says, play of the week submission. A typical night on whatnot turned into a big profit. I was browsing single shows and came across a worthy show. After watching several auctions with about 25 others in the room, the seller put up a Plaxico Burris. Halfway through the 30-second timer, not on sudden death, he threw in a Miles Garrett gold prism at a 10. I was astounded that he just threw in a gold prism into the mix, and I immediately knew any gold prism was valuable, especially when living around the same undisclosed geographic location to move it quick. To my surprise, the auction ended at twenty one dollars. Wow! As soon as I got both cards, I threw the Garrett out of ten up for three twenty five or best offer. I had the seller click the buy it now for the full amount. After shipping and fees, I bu- I brought in two eighty one, then sold the Burris for seven bucks to top it off. A wow. great nine day profit. That's crazy. A-, a Miles Garrett. I mean, that's a top five defensive player in the league. True gold prism. Like that's. That's not a car we're just tossing into a little deal here in a 25-person whatnot stream. That's wild to me, but shout out to this guy for Drewbies for, for getting it done. That's that's an incredible play. I'm hoping Miles Garrett's okay. Sounds like a, he is. A car accident last night. Yeah, sounds sing, like he's good. Single vehicle. Um, good. Um, his compadre... Uh, Clowny going out down the stretch against the Jets gave us our first September win in many, many moons. Um, but yeah, he's a dog. <laughs> and Gold Prism is Gold Prism. I mean, for sure. Please. Next play, Jay. Uh, e Boogie Sports Cards. Hello, I'd like to submit a play of the week. Ah. Listen, I listen to all your podcasts and have learned a lot. So I appreciate what you guys are doing to help other people who are newer to collecting. Heard, I heard you guys talk about jersey numbered cards. Love this. Love this. Yeah. Uh, so I searched and found a Cade Cunningham light blue laser two of 60 and was able to get it for 257 off of Facebook. I posted on eBay for 699 and quickly got an offer of 600 Accepted and cleared 529 after fees for a net profit of 271.82. Jersey number for the win, man. For the win. This is a love a jersey number play. People, again, I love it when people are like, there's not a it's not as much anymore, but the jersey number thing has taken some time to grow. I definitely remember the days when it was like, yeah, yeah, jersey number, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But there are people out there that really collect that stuff. It's really collected. Yeah. I mean, if if I had the option of an Elijah Moore number five out of ten or eight out of ten, I'm taking 
the eight for sure. You know? Yep. Agreed. Facebook plays. Facebook plays so well. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, next play, Jay. Uh, five, four, zero trading cards. Uh, Jeremy on IG. It says, uh, back near the end of the NBA season, I try to look out for up-and-coming players, knowing that I could buy their cards in the spring. Hope to get them graded and have them back to sell right before the start of the season. I know basketball is hot in the market, uh, is hot in the market, and noticed that Obi Toppin was absolutely bawling near the end of last season. I went with my gut and made some buys. I purchased a mosaic auto black gold choice out of eight for three twenty-five and a silver rookie for twelve fifty. In June, they were sent to PSA and returned in early September. The black gold choice returned as a nine and the silver a ten. Listed the black gold for eighteen hundred on eBay and accepted an offer of a thousand. The listed the silver for two ninety nine and accepted an offer of one fifty. After eBay fees and grading fees, my net profit is just below six fifty. Thanks, guys. Appreciate what you do for the hobby. Hashtag not from Ohio. Hashtag go PSU. Let's go. It's got the stone cold profile picture too, which I respect. Obi top. Obi top is a dog. What do you think about Obi Ty? I feel like he's like a trade candidate, right? Yeah. I mean, he was definitely right there with uh us trying to get Donovan, but now he's he's on the squad. Mix are gonna be nice. RJ development, Bronson, Ryan Snickering, <laughs> Knicks, Penn State. Yeah, this is six this is a top nine followers. What is, what is 609? Can you expand? 200 more than Joe Paterno's win count. Mm, interesting. <laughs> All right, Jay, is there any more? I think that's it. I think that's the last one. Five this week. Wait. Oh, this is... Uh... All right. Can you start from the jump? This is tough. All right, next. I want to give it to the Lexi or the Garrett, I feel like. Go back one left. It's the Miles Garrett one for me. I think it's Garrett too. I'll yeah. go Garrett. Thank yeah, you. I'm with the Miles Garrett play. What not play, gold play, mm-hmm, grinding mm-hmm. auctions, trying to find some sneaky stuff, mm-hmm. recognizes the opportunity, pounces on it, throws it right up on the You guys want to get an OHIO going? No, I certainly don't. I mean it's an it's an it's an Ohio play. It's an Ohio play in the week of car talk going to Ohio. Makes sense. Like, it's only fitting. An Ohio guy. Yeah, it's more about like me trying to get some some positive energy my way headed into yeah, that state. Just a little bit. Of good Let me know if I got to check in with you. I'm sure I have to call some people, make sure it's okay. I come. <laughs> All right. Awesome play. Drewbies. That was, uh, that was pretty good. Love a miles Garrett from $21 to a few, a uh, few hundred heck of a show. Before we wrap up, want to talk about this week's latest launch. It's a big release week. Lou, we guess some. Can I offer you a trade before we go too? Yes, we can do that here in a sec. Uh, Elements football, immaculate collegiate football, pro debut baseball, 
Artifacts Hockey. Sorry, Emily. I bumped the mic. I apologize. Um, I think there's one more for uh, Optic Fast Break Basketball. Score football? Score. No, that's next week. Next week. But yeah, solid, uh, solid release week. A lot of, a uh, lot of new products. So definitely, uh, love a good release weekend shop. I when think it's football, Prism basketball, WNBA baseball. is on the radar for the kid. Same. It's like mid October. Did pretty well last year. So it'll be something to watch for, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, Lou, what do you got? All right. I could try to sell you on it. I'm not going to try to sell you on it. I'm going to let you take it in. I don't want an answer right now, but if the answer is yes, I want it now. But if not, what do you say? You want to digest? Yeah, digest. Like, don't overreact to the moment here. So, no, Ty's not allowed to, like, shut down the trade, Jay. Relax. So, all right, I'm going to give you Michael Pittman. I'm going to give you something else. I haven't really decided what it is yet. What I want back is Nick Chubb. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just, I'm not interested in trading one guy for five guys. I'm not going to give you five guys. I'm going to give you two guys. I'm going to give you Michael Pittman and something else for, for Nick Chubb. I just don't really want to give up my, you know, second okay, pick. So just fine. Stay bad. That's fine. I stink. I, just don't know if that makes me a winner tomorrow, you know? That's fair. All right. I asked you to digest. You didn't even digest. That's fine. Yeah, it's not much to really digest, you know? It just... Um, okay. I've been offered kickers for Joe Mixon this year. I mean, just shout out to Sports Card Therapist. Redraft. Who's the number one pick in fantasy through three weeks? Jalen Hurts. Well, you can't really go quarterback. <laughs> you like... kind of can this year because it's been really bad everywhere yeah. else. Jalen Hurts has a lot. Lamar. It'd probably like Josh, Stefan Diggs. I think Diggs feels Nick right. Chubb, Saquon. Saquon would probably be the number one pick in the draft if you did it. If you is he the number one today. running back? I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. What do you go for? 80, 85 yards last night or something? Like that? Yeah, a lot of the, I mean, Jonathan Taylor. Like, there the haven't been a lot of big games out of like up. Taylor. Yeah, Jay, it's called a, a sell lot of the, high. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Mark Andrews is up there, though. I gotta say, Mark Andrews had a big. I didn't get the offer. Out you know, there. you know who else would be up there is Cup. Yeah, guy averaging just, like thirty-four just, points a game or something. He's scoring like eighteen-yard end-around runs. <laughs> I'm like, what? He just kills me every time. All right, what a wrap. We will. Uh, we'll have some podcasts coming from Ohio again. Great trade sick. night and shop. Friday. You're going to be around 6 to 10 Friday at the shop. Hope to see you guys there. More card talk coming soon. Peace, guys. Peace and love. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode card talk is a 1 p.m podcast and a gallery media group original production